T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to The Connection, a weekly radio program where we share our experiences and expertise with stories of caring, courage, and change right here in Connecticut. Listen to learn about needed resources to improve your well-being and transform your life. Now, here are the hosts of The Connection, Lisa dematis Lapore and Ann Baldwin. Well, hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of The Connection. I'm Ann Baldwin, President and CEO of Baldwin Media. Hello. Good morning, Anne. And I am Lisa DeMattis-Lapori, um, CEO of The Connection. Two CEOs here, man. And it was just National Women's Day. I know. That's exciting. It is. I think every day should be National Women's Day, don't you? I do, too. <laughs> That's not going to happen, but it would be No, nice. it's not. But at least we get one day out of it, right? <laughs> exactly. So how are things going? Let's check in. How's your life? Life is crazy, as usual. You know, mom... CEO, daughter of an aging, you know, my mom is 85, going to be 85, so I'm go- heading out to Florida to be with her. But it's been hard since my dad passed away. It's been a really, really difficult. It's not getting better. So I think we have to start making some decisions and it's get tough. her move up here. But So that's hard, you know. Mm-hmm. And then work and, you know, my son is wonderful, high school. So starting to talk about college and he'll be driving and... So it's, you know, juggling a lot of balls. But you know what? I, I was thinking about women really who work and, you know, play all these different roles. The I, f- I am so blessed to have an amazing family that supports the work that I do. And, you know, they're independent. And thank God, you know, I thought so many times, what would I do if my son had like significant issues, like some, a lot of the issues that we talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, and had these struggles, I, there's no way I could ever have the career that I have, which is fine because, and again, it's all really about family at the end of the day, but I'm so blessed to be able to really follow my career path with having support at home. Oh, I could never do this. Right. You can't, you can't possibly do it. It's too much. Right. And, and, you know, I know that you get your son engaged. He's been here in the studio when we've done the radio shows and, met some of the clients so I think it's great to expose your kids to the reasons that you're taking phone calls at 10 o'clock at night or the reason that you're not home for dinner you know four nights a week so that you know it shows them that you know work ethic and commitment and and compassion and that's what you've got really I'm really really blessed and I you know when I when I was uh when I was given the position uh the first thing I did was call home and and just I just burst out in tears and thanked thanked them because I could never do this without the support and love Mm -hmm. from people that care about me and friends too we all need people behind us that 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 move us forward and support us and and regardless of what's going on and I can tell you in my first marriage my first husband didn't support my success and that was a, that was a deal breaker that among other things but you know it you really need that you need somebody that 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 you know lifts you up and not knocks you down it's exactly. very important so we've got a great guest today we've got bob mcadams with us he's an intervention um specialist at the connection and bob thank you so much for being on the program well thank you for inviting me i appreciate it hey bob bob is 
everyone loves Bob. If we were to do a poll on who's your favorite, one of your favorite people at the connection, it would be Bob because he's so, Bob, you are so genuine and caring. And you really are the pillar of trauma-informed care, and you so care for the clients. You can relate to any client. You meet them at their level, um, and you do really great work with them. And, uh, you know, we had Bob recently at a board meeting, and he brought people in the room to tears. Really? Yeah. So, Bob, you work with the folks, uh, community justice clients. So those are folks, I'm assuming, that are just getting out of incarceration, correct? Yeah, they're basically still in incarceration. However, they're released to a work release program. So um, they still have stipulations that they have to work with, which sometimes complicates this for them, because when they get released, say, from the actual building of prison, they have um, an unrealistic feeling of euphoria that they're finally out. And when they come into the work release program, for a lot of the people, there's a little bit of an adjustment period to get used to it. Um, but, yeah, they're coming out and they're headed back into the community. So, so what, does your, what does your job entail? So you go into the, you know, corrections institutions and you talk to these people and you get them ready for what's going to happen and what they're going to do. I'm one of the contact people that they meet. And... Um, we get to know each other, get to get a feel for where they want to go with their lives, start talking about their future, um, start talking about families, start talking about employment, education, goals that they may have. Um, we, we do that from this point. We look forward and uh, try to establish positive relationships with everybody. So um, what, what Bob does at The Connection is he works directly with our clients and our programs that have come directly out of, out of jail, and he interfaces with them to deal with all these issues that he just spoke about. Mm -hmm. So give me an example, Bob, of a client that you've, that you've worked with, like where they were at and, and how you helped them kind of design their, their plan for the future. Well, pick a good one. <laughs> There's so many great ones. Um, you know, when people come in, you know, initially speaking, I do an orientation with everybody, so I'm one of the first people they may see in an actual setting like an orientation. And what I do is I'll, in that situation, I'll have a group of, of people together in that room, and I'll talk to them and welcome them, let them understand where they are, let them understand what perhaps the expectations may be in place for them by DOC, let them have a little bit of time to talk about where they've been and what their experiences have been. I try to establish a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. I try to get them to feel as though I'm at an equal. I'm not above. I'm not, you know, authoritative. I'm nothing like that. I let them know that this time is a time for them to, you know, sit down and think about what they want to do, where they want to go, and then I'm here to support them with that. I'll help them out with anything they want to do, from preparing for employment, doing their resumes, getting their IDs, um, focusing on what direction they, what type of employment, do they want education, all of that stuff. We develop a positive relationship. That's the thing that starts the wheels of motion for these guys to feel that it's okay that they can start to think and they can start to plan for the future, which they've waited so long for. So, Bob, 
why don't you tell us a story about the gentleman who worked in food service? I have um, uh, a young man that came in here. He had had many years of um, trouble. Started in Florida, legal system, was incarcerated for quite a few years. He came into our program. He um, was kind of quiet, kind of reserved, but, you know, I started talking to him. He came around. He felt comfortable with me. We started talking. I don't know. His name is, um, let's just call him Joe. Mm-hmm. His um, Joe came in, and he was intent on trying to accomplish something in his life. He was intent on wanting to get a good job. He was very communicative. He presented himself well. He had great eye length, eye contact, body language, all this type of stuff. And he wanted to go get into work quickly. So we worked together, and he actually got a, his first position was at Dunkin' Donuts. He started working at Dunkin' Donuts, and he was so thrilled. He was so excited with the opportunity. So he started working at a Dunkin' Donuts, which actually is not far from my house, in which I actually stop at to get my morning coffee. <laughs> so I would see him quite a bit. Even on weekends, I would see him there. But he started working there as a regular, you know, line person. And within a few weeks, I happened to go by, and I see him there, and he's got on a white shirt. And I, I said to him, wow, look at you all in the white shirt. And what happened is he was became one of the lead people, people on the crew. So now he was, like, managing that crew. Very excited about it. He comes in the office. He's telling me about all this. He wants to do more. He wants to go to work at um, one of the new buffets that was opening up in town. So he had focus on that, and he wanted to go work there. We talked about it. I said, well, you could do that, but you're already in management at this other place. You might want to look at this. The Dunkin' Donuts offered him a management position, but he decided he wanted to go to a very large buffet restaurant that was opening up. He applied there. He got in. He was just, you know, front wait staff, nothing particular. Totally excited, totally happy would come in and talk to me about all his goals and all he wanted to do. And his goal was to become a manager. He wanted to become a manager. And he was a person that was really sincere, really honest, and really applied himself. And he did really well at work. And I spoke to the management there a few times, and they absolutely loved him. In fact, the general manager at the time said he will be the manager of this restaurant within a year. So he was well-liked. And he was well appreciated. So we, I'd see him. He'd come in and he'd talk to me about his days and adjusting and long, hard hours and not getting a lot of pay for it, not getting a lot of recognition, but he was working really hard. And he kept saying to me, you know what, Bob? I want a red shirt. I want a red shirt. And I, kept, I said to him, Joe, what's a red shirt? What do you mean a red shirt? He said, that's what the managers wear. So a few weeks later, he walks into my office. He's standing there. He's all beaming, all smiles, just all smiles, but he has a great smile and a great personality. So I figured he was just in a good mood. And I said, so what's going on? And he said, nothing. And he said, there he had this jacket on over his uh, clothing, and he unzips the jacket, and he's standing there, and he's got the red shirt on. Oh, wow. 
and I almost I, 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 I did everything I could to hold back the tears <laughs> because by now I understood the significance to him of that red shirt. And the story goes that he, um, you know, just continued working hard and such, and they called him in for a manager's meeting, and they were kind of messing with him, and they were pretty stern with him about, you know, a few things. And he wasn't quite understanding what the purpose was. And then the manager said to him, listen, you go out to the car, and in the car, I've got something. You'll see what it is. You'll know what it is when you get in the car, and when you come back in here, you make sure you have it on. So he went out to the car thinking it maybe it's a hat or an apron or something, and he sees a red shirt hanging on the, the back seat. And he's like, that can't, what, what, that's the only thing I see. He wasn't sure if he should even put it on, but he grabbed the shirt, he put it on, and that was what it was. He, had, he was receiving the promotion to management. Wow. You know what? Good for you, Bob. You know, I mean, that shows... Not only, you know, the beginning, but it shows the middle, and it shows follow-up. You know, that's what the connection does, right? They we don't do. just talk to somebody in the beginning and say, all right, go out into this crazy world. Exactly. And good luck with that. You know, and, and for you, and I'm sure this is one of many, 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 and hundreds and hundreds of stories, you know, that, Bob, you've got in your arsenal. So that just, like you said, you know, I don't know you, Bob, but now I feel like I do. Because what a great story. Yeah, it's it's amazing the um, impact that, you know, staff like Bob have on the clients that we serve and they come back and they stay in touch. And I know I've said this before, but I'm still in touch with three of the uh, women who were from our first graduating class back in 1992. So, and those children were born there and they're adults now, right? right. So, I mean, it's amazing. And I think you, I think you and I have said this before, Anne, when the chips are down... Those people that are with you and walk that path with you leave everlasting footprints really on your heart and soul. You never forget who they are. It could be the smallest to the biggest thing and having someone who's your cheerleader or assist you at a difficult time, especially when you didn't think you can, you know, get through right. a difficult phase. It's everlasting. Absolutely. And that's what Bob, that's exactly what you're doing, Bob, to our for our clients and with our clients. And you truly care about them. I mean, you have cute, really good relationships with the with uh, with the clients. Let me ask you a question, Bob. You know, there's um there's that stereotype of hiring somebody who's been incarcerated or who has a criminal record. And I don't know if it's me, but personally, I feel that that stereotype is diminishing. I believe that more and more people, and I'll use Jamie McDonald from Bears Barbecue as a great example. He hires a lot of people and gives them, whether, you know, they come from, you know, they've had addiction issues in the past, whether they've been incarcerated. And now with his expanding business, he gives those folks a second chance. And isn't it people like that or the people at the buffet or the people at the Dunkin' Donuts who are helping kind of blur the lines with the stereotype of, you know what, these people are bad. Yeah, yeah. I think the lines are blurred when they don't hire them. I don't think people are seeing clearly because I'm, I, I'll tell you and I'll tell everybody else, let me show you my guys. You have no clue who my guys are. I have great, loving, creative, smart, intelligent, capable, honest, hardworking, every incredible thing you could say about a person. Those are who my guys are. These are guys that were born into a situation that they had no control of. Most of them really were. Most of it was just a learned process that happened to them as they were growing up. Incredible guys. Everybody hires 
ex-felons. When people say to me, who hires ex-felons, I say, who doesn't? Don't ever limit yourself by your thought that someone won't hire you, baby, because you know what? Let me tell you something. It's not about what you've done in the past. It's about who you are now and the way that you relate and connect to those people. What they see in your eyes and that smile on your face. Be able to show who you really are, the truth of who you really are, and people will like you. And once people like you, they will give you the opportunity. Everybody is deserving of an opportunity. Should you be forgiven one time? Yeah. Two times? Yeah. I asked the guys this. How about five times? Some of the guys say, oh, no, no. I say, absolutely. You should be forgiven every single time. If we don't have forgiveness to give, we won't get forgiveness back. And what I try to teach the guys when they come in here, and you can talk about all that, all the, 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 the educational stuff, yeah, that's all part of it. But most of all is I try to teach them love. I try to teach them relationships. And do you know, I've had some of the biggest, strongest, toughest-looking guys stand here in my doorway. And I, one guy in particular, I said to him, tell me what worked, because he was so happy. And it wasn't for you, you know, this place is great, you've been so helpful. What worked? And you know what he said to me? What? He said to me, it's about the love, Bob. Wow. If you're just tuning in, we're talking with uh, Bob McAdams. He is the um, intervention specialist at The Connection and works with community justice clients to get them ready for for life, and it sounds like for love. And I want to mention, too, if you want any information um, on this program or any other programs at The Connection, they have a toll-free number, and that number is 855 435-7955. That's 855-435-7955. Or they've also got a website with lots of programs and information at The Connection Inc. The Connection Inc. All one word. Dot org. Well, it sounds like, you know, you're you're doing the great thing. And, you know, we were talking before we actually um, started this program, Bob. And, you know, you're doing all this and you're helping all these people, but you've got your own stuff going on, too, in your life. Well, I think we all do. Yeah, we do. (laughs) (laughs) It's called life. (laughs) Yeah, I think we all do. Um, You know, life is life. It's it's busy. I mean, I I was a real estate agent for 23 years before I came here, and when I first woke up and realized I was really here, I was like, what the hell am I doing here? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, God sends you places for reasons, and uh, that's my base. I come from a strong spiritual base. And as it turned out, I have experienced, you know, um, a lot of what I see. I have a, a son who's gone through the system and struggles with addictions and, you know, all of that stuff. And, you know, I'm raising my three grandchildren because he's not able to. And, you know, but are they are they burdens or are they gifts? Mm-hmm. You know, we look at it as gifts and we can do a lot better. If we think of them as burdens, they tend to drag us down. How old are your uh, grandsons? Nine, seven, and six. Wow. And they're really adorable. And Bob is truly uh, loving. Beats of my heart. They, yeah, they're, they're adorable boys. And, you know, they're just follow them. They're just all in a line, right, with Papa. And there they, they come. They We uh, had an opportunity to, to meet the, the boys at our last um, staff picnic. And they were getting their face painted and the little one i was hanging out with the little one and he boy right bob he was i was whatever he wanted i was gonna do 
Yeah. <laughs> well, that you know that that's fantastic. And again, you know, this is just it says a lot about you, Bob. Because and there's more and more grandparents out there that are doing that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and what a great option for these young men to be um, growing up with their grandfather as opposed to other options like being out there in the foster care system, which is yeah. still a blessing, but what would you rather have, you know? Exactly. And I know, like, the impact of my grandparents on my life, and I didn't live with them. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I, I give you a lot of credit for doing that because you, so much energy goes into your job in what you do, and then to come home and to, you know, be the parent of three kids is just it's it's beyond amazing to me it really really is so let me ask you back on topic here um where do you think these people would be getting out of incarceration if they didn't have the tools that you provide you know within the agency what happens to the people who don't access that's a tough one for me and because i i i have a real hard time accepting the credit because i work with these guys so closely and I see that the work is what they do in their lives. It's what they've done. And I think that if I wasn't here, they wouldn't have a person they felt that that connection to. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I think that if I wasn't here, maybe it would be somebody else. Hopefully it would be. But if I wasn't here... I mean, the guys say to me, you know, you're, the, you're like the only one that cares here. And I, I hear that at times in the, it's, it's not necessarily true. But if that connection wasn't there for them, I don't think that they would have been successful. How can you, you know? do it all, though? How can uh, are, Do you have other people that work with you, or do you do it all yourself? Well, I have now. I now have um, staff that I'm training and supervising. I'm very excited about that. I have... Um, people right now that three actually that are are doing very well at it you know and i um i never want to lose touch with the guys since i came into this position i'm not sitting there with the guys all day long like i used to and i've even said at least man i need to get back in with the guys (laughs) because that's the that's the gold of all of this work you know all of the managerial and all of that type of stuff is, is important. But I just have a love and a passion and an understanding and a respect that is, um, this is like my niche. This is like where I feel right. as though. And you recognize that, don't you, Lisa? Oh, yeah. I, I do. You know, especially at the connection. I mean, there are some people that one-on-one, meeting people where they're at, the people piece of this is where they need to be. And you get that. I I've do. seen that in you. And that there is, yeah, let's face it. You know, when you do this stuff and you work with an agency, there's paperwork, there's red tape, there's all this other stuff. But when you got a guy like Bob out there. Exactly. Doing what he's doing and with proven results and success stories, that's where you want to keep him. Well, that's some of the conversation that Ann and I, Ann and I had um, early, earlier this morning in the studio about, you know, again, we say this, but it's true that our staff is our biggest resource and the work is extremely hard. And having worked on the program side for so many years at the agency and prior to, I understand what that's like. And you really you can never, excuse me, lose sight of that. And it is, I mean, it's my own experience that clients know right away if you're meeting them on their level or, you know, you think you're above them. And the reality is many of us have had 
maybe not to the extreme of the clients, but have had similar life struggles, understand addiction, understand mental health, etc. And we're there to assist them and work with them where they are because not every client is ready to maybe get the red shirt like Bob said mm-hmm. or maybe it maybe they're going to go back to college and we've seen you know clients go and get their right. master's degree PhD all these but here's the thing success really is what is success success is for every individual something very different and I think that for for Bob, you know, having know these clients that Bob Bob works with, going to the program, meeting these clients, a lot of these clients are mature men, meaning age wise. So you see someone thirty five, you see someone forty, you see all these ages, and you assume, well, this is someone whose maturity level, or you know, is forty. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Also, I at one time used to do the chart reviews for the program that Bob works with and I was I could not believe that any one of those men actually survived the life they had. They were from every every socioeconomic class in Connecticut. People think it's only a minority, it's this group, it's that group. Absolutely not. You read the details, you know I the read reality. The de- right. I know the reality. Uh-huh. And the trauma and the tragedy that these men suffered and they didn't ask to be put in is really an example of why they're in the situation they are. And, and you know, Bob, I know you understand that, but again, Bob meets the clients where they are. He never judges people for their past. He right. takes them where they are at that moment. And I think that that's the beauty of really healthy treatment and recovery. Absolutely. So Bob, we just have about a minute left. And for our listeners out there, and for someone who, you know, you spoke about, you know, your son, having addiction issues and you raising your three grandsons, you know, what is a message you'd like to leave folks with? You know, is it one of hope? Is it one of support? What is it? Wow. Well, you know, I think it's one of hope. I hope must always continue, at least for me. Um, Love, love must always continue, even if that person at that time is someone that is not healthy enough to be in your life. Um, The hope should not be lost that people are not able to turn things around because I've seen people do it. Uh, I think love and support are two of the main steps of that ladder Mm -hmm. needed in order to reach that level. Just keep on going. Just keep on living. Keep on being honest. Keep on being true. Doing the right keep thing. Keep on hoping. Doing the yeah, right thing. Doing the right thing. So if people out there listening, you know, are business owners or interested in, you know, interviewing some of these folks that you've worked with, where can they go to get more information on that? They can call me at the connection. Okay. And again, that phone number is 855-435-7955. 855-435-7955, and we're speaking with Bob McAdams. And if you just leave a message, you heard it right here. Bob will give you a ring back, or someone at the connection will put you in touch with the right resources. And that's the beauty about it. You know, talk to these people, talk to these professionals that are vetting these calls, and they won't leave you hanging. If, if the connection doesn't have the services to help you, they'll recommend other services that are available here in the state of Connecticut. Well, Bob, we're out of time, but I want to thank you so much. Um, continued success with your little grandkids and in thank your program. You. You're making 
a big difference out there. And Bob, you know how I feel about the work you do and you as a human being. And again, I'm so grateful to have Bob McAdams as a very important employee at The Connection. And I'm grateful for you, Bob, and the work that you do. And I'm also grateful for the way that you impact the staff, all of us, because you continue to give us hope on the sometime the most dismal day. Bob will come in and he brightens up the day. So thank you, Bob, for just being always a light of hope and love for everyone at The Connection. All right. And thank you all for listening to this edition of The Connection right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.